to this week's version of the Hardwood Nation's Flagrant 2 podcast featuring myself, C.L. Anthony, editor-in-chief of the Hardwood Nation, and my little white buddy, Bryce Ward. What's up, Bryce? Yeah, we, we also have a special guest this week from the Balls in Our Court podcast, Tyler Hero's no, secret you. uncle, Kevin Carter. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, dang, I could be his dad, for God's sake. <laughs> What's going on, right Kevin? And buy his high school jersey. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I, I got kids. I got kids older than him, so I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that might where he got it. That might be where he got it from. I don't know. I did a lot hey, of things when I was younger. I, I hear you can shoot, Kevin. So yeah, you might have got it from you. Uh, that uh, and and I I think I've been to Wisconsin. So <laughs> <that might be. laughs> What's going on, fellas? Same old, same old. All right, so let's get into it. I'll start with Kevin since he's our guest this week. Kevin, how you feel about LeBron James making his 10th NBA Finals appearance? Good for him. That's it. That's it. That's all you got for me? If you didn't see him making the, the bubble finals coming, uh, then I don't know what to tell you. They got, they got such... Uh, I call it an easy road, an easy path into the finals that, hey, it it is what it is. You can't blame them for beating the crap out of everybody they play. Look, that's what they got put in front of them. I know the the Clippers debacle kind of pissed Bryce off, but Bryce, how do you feel about LeBron James making it to his 10th NBA championship round? I'm happy for him. Him and the Lakers deserve it. Um, I know you picked them to get like knocked out every round that they're in, basically. <laughs> and the one team that you thought was gonna just demolish them and pretty much win the championship this year, because you didn't even pick the Heat to win the championship. No, right. one did. Right. But right. you picked the Clippers. I did. And they yeah. fell apart against yeah. Denver, so Denver deserved to be there, and the Clipper or the Lakers, who you say have no depth, have gained you know. every series and just smashed who they played against. So, um, I mean, he deserves to be there right now. His, Kevin, his on-court see... actions uh-huh. um, make it so that he deserves to be there. I'll say Ke- that. Ke- Kevin, you saw those shots, right? Did you hear those shots that he just took at me? He took, like, five shots at me. Yeah, he, w- he was firing them off. 
It's a shame I pay attention. Well, you know, you know, j- just to say this, yes, I picked the Clippers to win the championship because the Clippers were the uh, most deep team. I didn't know they were going to be soft and charming, but they were the most deep team. That's why I picked the Clippers to win the championship. I still think the Lakers are one of the weakest teams as far as roster-wise that LeBron James has ever had, which conversely talks about how great he is on the court as a player. Boom. Got it? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, thank well, you. Thank you. <laughs> the, Laker, the, the Lakers are, are getting kind of sort of like what LeBron got with the Heat and things like that to where you got a guy – that had just come out of nowhere and it just start making shots for one game and bam, mm-hmm. he helps you win that game. You got a guy over there who'll come out of nowhere and start making shots and then and bam, you win that game. And then at the end of the game, you have to have somebody else take the shot for you so you can, you can win that game. Bam, he got AD to do that. So yeah, it's a typical uh, it's a typical uh, LeBron James Finals run. Right, right. I think Riley disagreed with you just a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. And then last, or was it last night, or is that when they closed out the series? Yeah, last night mm-hmm. they closed out. Yeah. yeah, like his fourth quarter, it was basically all LeBron James. Yeah, and the yeah, game was still it. close up until that point because Denver closed the gap in the third. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the fourth was all LeBron's, but it's not like you know that's that's well, anything new. And if Anthony Davis hadn't played so well all, I think maybe one game, it seemed like he didn't play great. Um, they wouldn't have been in all those games as much as they See would have been. See, what what did I tell you about the Lakers? Didn't I say the Lakers will go as far as Anthony Davis takes them? Because LeBron's going to do the same thing he does every, every single game. Right. He's going to score his points, get his assists, get his rebound. The only way they go any farther is if the second guy on LeBron's team steps up and does his thing. And, 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 and it's facts. If you look at any other, all the teams that he's had that he's won a title with, a second guy is needed to do the stepping up so they can go and they can win anything. And Anthony Davis, being the second guy, being probably the third, fourth best player in the league right now, you have him step up the way he has, and bam, of course you're going to go to the finals. Yeah, but <clears throat> even with their even with their soft and really old bitch. Mm-hmm. For for the most part, Anthony Davis has played well uh, this playoffs. I I wouldn't put him in the top three or four NBA players. I'll put him in the top ten, but that's just me. Um, but he has played well for the most part um, in the playoffs. So this leads to my next question. All right, so tonight we have Game Six between Boston and Miami. Uh, if Miami wins, they will face LeBron James in the NBA Finals next week. Uh, Bryce, I'll start with you on this one. Who do you think is going to win this series? Heat. Okay. You think they close it out tonight or does it go to a game seven? Yeah. Tonight. At this point, <clears throat> at this point I, I, every time I think the Heat might not win, they win. And <clears throat> after watching the – Seeing some of the Boston series is, I agree with what um, someone said the other day, but we were talking about is, and I forget who you said said it, but Boston has to be perfect, and the Heat doesn't. Right, right. The Heat, the Heat can play a bad game and beat Boston. Boston has to play perfect to beat the Heat, and actually, Game Five. Right. So um, that's why I'm. Yeah, Game Five was a mixture of that because the Heat really didn't play Miami Heat basketball, and the Boston was on fire. Kevin, what do you think? 
Uh, I think if the Heat lose tonight, they're in serious, deep-ass trouble. That's what Got I it. think. Got it. But so, I think, but, but I also think they close it out tonight as well. So Yeah, I, I think they close it out tonight, and Kevin has a great point. If they lose tonight, then all the pressure swings back on them. Um, for game seven, whenever that will be, you know, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, I think Miami's going to win tonight. I think they're going to bounce back similarly to how they did against Milwaukee. Um, I did like what was said after the game by a couple of the players, more so Bam, uh, blaming himself for the loss. And and even what Jimmy said, it's like, well, we lost as a team, but we got to play better. So I I like that energy. Uh, Kevin, did you see Adonis ripping into the guys on the sideline? Yeah, they better straighten up. You don't yeah. gonna beat the crap out of every single one of them. <laughs> Bryce, I don't know if you saw it, but it was it dude, was in the third quarter. This is what, <laughs> dude. When everybody when everybody talks about heat culture and people laugh and everything like that, all you have to do is look at that part right there. That's what everything that the Heat do is all about. It's about guys showing leadership. Guys atoning for what they do. Guys owning up to their mistakes. Yeah. And then people switching it and going out and then playing the way that they're supposed to play basketball. They got a perfect coach for it. They got a perfect. Uh, they got a perfect uh, president for it. And they got the role players. And then they got the guy on the bench who, when he retires, they better give that man a coaching job. I'm just saying. They better keep <laughs> him in Miami and let him get a coaching job or put him on the staff or do what do whatever. Because I don't think UD needs to move anywhere else except be right there where he needs to be. Yeah, I, I, I think I think he's going to be an assistant coach. They'll make room for him some kind of way that they, they'll make it work out. Because I think he 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 did an article with the undefeated this week, and he was talking about staying ready and things. And he had a quote where he said, "Practices are actually his games. Like those are his games. He knows he doesn't play anymore, but in practice, he gives it all he can to make sure the baby goats are ready. So I can respect that." Definitely. <clears throat> What's up, Kevin? I said, I, I love you, D. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But he also played for the Gators, too. So that just gives me <laughs> even. Don't poke, don't poke Bryce now. Don't poke Bryce. <laughs> it's okay. Like I said, I live in it. I'm used to it. <laughs> even, gives me, even, gives me, even gives me more reason to like you, D. Well, here's the deal. Hey, Mike, I do got a Gator hat signed by me. You want me to send it to send it to you? <laughs> uh, you don't want to know where it'll end up, though. Like, <laughs> it's just a waste. Send it to camera, and he'll appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is our our pre pre NBA Finals preview. Um, so it looks like we're all in consensus that the Heat will play the Lakers in the NBA Finals. So, Kevin, I'll go to you. What do what do the Heat have to do to contend with LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Play Heat basketball. That's mm-hmm. that's what they have to do. They have to be on it on the defensive end. Good thing is they have enough length. They have enough guys that have that length that'll bother LeBron James. The right. thing is, do you try to stop LeBron or are you going to try to stop AD? Mm-hmm. My thing is, my thing is, you try to limit. You try. You let LeBron do what he's going to do because we all know he's going to be off some nights and he's going to be on some nights. Let LeBron do whatever he has to do. Try to stop AD and make sure that all them other crazy old people and the Elmer Fudd with the headband and uh, Kyle Kuz, just make sure just make sure none of them twits do anything. And then and then you'll 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 be fine. Just go out there and play heat ball because 
from top to bottom, I think the Heat are a more talented team. They have they're they're just deeper. They can they can definitely shoot better. And yeah. to yeah. me, to me, they're just all around a better team. But as far as the top two stars go, that definitely goes to the Lakers. But I real, do think they can stick with them just because of their length. Length bothers LeBron. Real quick before I swing it over to Bryce. Kevin, have you ever seen a Miami Heat team shoot this well? I've never seen it. I've never seen them shoot this many threes. Yeah, this is new. This is completely yeah, new. Yeah. They just, they're just like, okay, just shoot three-pointers now. But, but the thing is, you watch them, and they're doing what the rest of the league is doing, and they're mm-hmm. moving along with the rest of the league. So they're just doing it in a different form, but they're right, just following right. the trends of the league now. And now now we have a seven-footer shooting three-pointers, which I never thought in the world that I would ever see the Miami Heat have a seven-footer shooting three-pointers. <laughs> Bryce, what do you think the Heat has to do to beat the Lakers? Another reason why I'm saying it that way is because the Lakers would be considered as the favorites in this series. So what, what does the Heat have to do to beat oh, the Lakers? No. I'm shocked. I, I agree with Kevin. Um, I mean, you got here – you got to this point, and I mean, you complete. You did what you wanted to do just by playing your style of basketball. The problem is you <clears throat> so far haven't shown that y'all can do it consistently all game long. And I think to beat the Lakers, right. you're gonna have to. Okay. And the Lakers are gonna present a wildly different matchup, like process compared to what they're facing with Boston, because Rondo's not gonna get eaten up like. Um, um, what's his name? Kemba Walker's um, getting destroyed. Like Walker's getting yeah eaten up. So, and I I, I with Kevin, you got to pick who you go after on a nightly basis. Whether it's um, you focus on Davis or LeBron, because mm-hmm. uh, the series has a tendency to go the way LeBron James wants it to, and he has his typical series. Then. AD just has to step up for a couple games. You're going to get something out of those other guys for one other game. Like it, it seems like it could be typical in that fashion if the Heat don't play their style the whole game. So it's going to be interesting on who can impose their wills. And what uh, the Lakers threw Dwight Howard in the lineup to mess with JaVale McGee, I guess, or to, to make a, you know, um, a more competitive lineup against him and Jokic in this series, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. what kind of role is he going to play in the next series? You know, they have some, they have some big size there on the bigger end and you guys, you guys have a few players that can match it, but I don't know if you have the depth to keep it up all game. Like the Lakers might be able to on the deeper end, but Bam being younger is going to play a different style defense than Jokic. So that's that might present a different matchup for Davis. So I I don't know. It's really I'm excited to see it because there's a a lot there's a it's, it's going to be way different than what we're seeing throwing against the Heat in this Boston series. Yeah, I, I think what's going to happen is I think the Heat are actually going to try to slow down LeBron James. The Boston Celtics actually pose a greater threat to Miami than than the Lakers do as far as roster makeup and composition. So. I think the Heat should focus on LeBron, slow him down, because that way the other players, LeBron's going to be the one running that offense and feeding the other players. So if we can disrupt him, they can feed the ball to Anthony Davis all day, let Anthony Davis eat. He's a good passer, but he's not the passer that LeBron James is. Okay, So I actually think you let Anthony Davis kill us, you shut down LeBron. On the defensive end, what we can do is 
we don't even have to put Bam on Davis. We can put Kelly Olenek on Davis and move Davis from up under the basket, which he wants to do anyway, because we know he he's a big, but he doesn't want to play big, right? So I, it's a lot of things that Eric Spolster can do to kind of hinder Anthony Davis' comfort zone and then also try to shut LeBron James down. And I, I shouldn't say shut him down, but I'll, I'll say slow him down because we do have Jay Crowder. We do have Andre Iguodala. And even Bam can guard LeBron to a certain extent. So it's going to be a very good matchup. Um, the White it's Howard. Linked, that length matchup. They, he, yeah. he hates playing against people that are long. He yes. hates it. Yes. <clears throat> and, and even and Solomon Hill. And send the their longest, most athletic guy at him every time kills me. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, I'm look. Like, <laughs> send them. The one thing the Heat will be playing, though, if when they go to the finals, is the no one expected them to be there part. Like, no one expected them to do anything that they're doing in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that'll be one of those things that they play up just because that's the way that team is. They're already playing up the nobody wanted Jimmy Butler card right. and the nobody wanted this guy's card and all this stuff. And so I, I expect that to be a big gigantic thing that's played up especially just around the heat locker room and everything as well right right uh, let me ask you guys this then um was was frank vogel the coach in indiana when um uh indiana and miami back when LeBron was there used to have the yes. little battles yeah yes. vogel was there uh, yeah. how how would he respond you know to that heat team you know because it's the same coaching staff for the heat so like what's it what's the coaching situation yeah, I mean, I know that too. I just didn't know if it would, if if he would play any kind of role in it, like his no, his experience with the. Vogel right now is just a is just is just a feeding head, because we all know where LeBron goes, he's the head coach. So right now he's just a figurehead, and when LeBron looks at him to send somebody in the game, he sends somebody in the game. I don't think it'll have much to do because those Heat teams Vogel was playing. Isn't nothing like the Heat team that they're playing now. So right, right. Uh, it and just I'll, seems like a lot of coaches have gotten uh, kind of put in their place by Spolster so far, and I just yeah. you know, they're at least surprised by what he's done. Well, Spo needs a, Spo needs. There's one thing that Spo needs to learn how to do. If somebody starts draining three pointers and it's just one guy, get out of that stupid zone and put your yeah. off in so he can stop shooting the damn three pointer. He had, he has stayed in the little in the zone a little too much at times, yeah. Last yeah. game he stayed in it way too long. Yeah, last game, yeah. Yeah. He stayed in it way too long. I'm like, yeah. get out of it. And so tonight <laughs> t- tonight is where we should see that adjustment because they're talented enough to play man to man. So hopefully tonight we'll see the adjustment. Um but Boston but the re- the big go ahead, Kevin. The big thing tonight is the big thing tonight is they need to they need to adjust out of that zone. And Jimmy needs to get started earlier. I yeah. want him to get. I know he wants to get everybody the ball and everything like that. Jimmy gets going earlier. That's a better sign for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Celtics have been on their ropes. Like I said, even the first half of that game of the last game, they looked dead in the war in the first half. Like they, Miami came out kind of blitzed them a little bit. I think they should have blitzed them more because we built up a twelve point lead at halftime. I would have felt more comfortable if it would have been like a twenty point lead. And then the Celtics started working their way back. But they looked dead in the water even in the first half of the last game. So if Miami can come out and blitz them again 
Um, you know when I'm what's when up, I'm most comfortable with the Miami game is when they go down <laughs> and they're down at halftime. That's when I'm most comfortable for a Miami game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, when we're up 15, I'm like, oh shit, here we go again because we're going into the third quarter and I know what happened. And if we're down. <laughs> Going into the third quarter, I go, all right, we got them right where we want them. Right, right. <laughs> if we're up at halftime, I'm like, I don't even care how much we're up at halftime. I'm like, crap. The third quarter is going to do us yeah. in, and we're going to end up getting away. Because for some reason in the third quarter, they do the same crap almost every game. I think there was one game to where they come out, and they outscored them in the third quarter by like 20. But right. I'm like, oh, my God, can y'all just please – Right. Come out in the third quarter and play like you did in the first. They they oh. don't do well as the front runners at all. They don't. They would rather come back and just like as for, for a fan, you're like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> I'd rather them be down six at halftime. <laughs> I'm like, six at halftime, be down, I'm happy. Don't go in up fifteen, up twenty, because I know the story and I've seen it four hundred times. <laughs> They're gonna blow it. And I'm old. And I'm old, and my heart can't put up with that kind of endings to ball games. Can't be doing that shit. <laughs> all right, so here we go. If the Heat can win tonight, since we all picked them to win this series, if they can win tonight and play the Lakers, how do you think the finals shake out? Let's see, Bryce. Who wins the 2020 NBA Finals? Lakers in seven. Got it, Kevin. What you got? I got the upset. I got the Lake, uh, the, the Lakers. I almost said the damn Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even saying that, mate. I feel like CL at the beginning of the show. He knows he's <laughs> I take the Heat in seven games. Got it. I got the Heat in six games. I think the basketball gods have delivered LeBron James to Miami for a reason, for atonement for leaving in 2014. So I think I have the Heat in six because who else can guard LeBron James other than the Miami Heat? And he has horrible games against us historically. So I got the Heat in in six. Now that we got that out of the way, I want to ask you guys this question. Kevin, I'll start with you. We did the three of us did a podcast right when the NBA bubble was starting, and the three of us thought that something bad was going to happen as far as COVID nineteen. They have been absolutely nope. amazing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said that wrong. The three of us didn't say nothing bad was going to happen with COVID nineteen. This guy right here said absolutely nothing would go wrong. Okay, so All I right. will take full credit. For saying that absolutely nothing has went wrong. Okay, we'll give you, we'll give you your credit. So, are you surprised that nothing went wrong? Are you had like what's your feelings like? How do you think the bubble worked itself out? Like how how do you think the NBA and Disney did with this bubble? Disney and the NBA did it absolutely perfectly. Them, they did it perfectly, and the NHL did it absolutely perfectly. They they set it up just the way they needed to they made sure everybody was taken care of they made everybody sure everybody even the people that were coming in and out the cast members and all that stuff everybody did an outstanding job and i applaud them for the job they did but i knew when they went to disney that it was going to be it was going to be handled perfectly aside from your stupid people on the clippers and the other guy bringing in people to and the seven thousand dollar check uh, oh yeah, the seven thousand dollar chick. If I had to pay, 
if I paid seven grand for that, I'd I'd, I'd ask for a refund. But <laughs> but I'm like, but they done they done everything exactly the way that I thought it was going to go down. And because I know Disney, and I yeah. know that they wanted to play basketball, and I know how Disney is, and Disney accommodates to anybody that's paying them a shit ton of money. So I knew I knew that it would be a good job. Right. So how do you feel about the bubble? No, um, I'm glad the NBA did so well and set the tone and the example for the other leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, and I wanted to keep seeing basketball. So, uh, I mean, I was a little skeptical just because it just seems <clears throat> like things were so squirrely back then. But, um, no, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that everything went <clears throat> as perfectly as it did. So, I mean, yeah. kudos to them. I, I'm with you, Bryce, because I, I, I thought it was going to be a shitstorm, but seeing what they've done and even and even their reach like kevin said influencing the other leagues like with the virtual fans and stuff um kevin you know what you know where i should be going with this like seeing how the wwe have their virtual fans set up in their thunder dome i'm like the nba started this like it, it looks fantastic um yeah at least at least the nba hasn't had uh kkk members and chris benoit and stuff in their audience like the wwe had right i think yeah they fixed that though it did didn't um your boy from AEW show up on there one night kenny omega was on there yeah kenny Kenny omega Omega was on there they see kenny omega email telling him he can be a virtual fan yeah so but the funny part was tnt had on all the aew wrestlers at one time for a ball game, they were all sitting in the front row. They had like Jungle Boy, oh, wow. Lucha Storms, the I Young Bucks were there. I'm like, what the hell? Um, I, I'm probably gonna sign up to be a virtual fan should the NBA Finals should the should the Miami Heat get to the NBA Finals, and I'm probably gonna have a, a sign that says LeBron James need to save his dad. You know, so talking about <laughs> yeah, talking talking about Delonte West. You know, I'm gonna have something on there. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm oh, really thinking about you know, doing that. You know who really wanted to be a virtual fan? Austin saw, we were watching the ball game, and Austin saw all the fans in the crowd. He goes, Dad, can we do it? I was like, you want to be a virtual fan for the game? I said, because I know how you are. You fall asleep in the third quarter. So <laughs> I, I'd be really excited virtual fans. Yeah, we might, we, we might do it. Look, we might get a hardwood presence on there for the NBA Finals. Who knows? <laughs> That'd be funny get as hell. Get, get you a fat head with everybody on it and just hold and sit it in the chair. <laughs> you know. I know. You'd be like I know. Away and then take a puff out offside or outside the screen and pop back in the screen. Yeah, and the screen. <laughs> little way, you can be like little way throwing high fives, uh, high fives to people that are sitting next to him. Yeah. And then the I, white I, girl realizing little Wayne was sitting right next to her, going, "That's little Wayne." And I was like, "Oh my god." Look, I, I know our brother in arms, Cortez, couldn't be with us today. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I, I'm always thinking about him. Ke- Kevin, is he hiding from him because the Heat are knocking on the door to get to the finals? Why is he hiding from him, Kevin? No, he's not. And and this is much love to him. Uh, I know he's going through a lot right now. And Definitely. I know, yeah. he, I know he's, he's, he's focusing on himself and his health, which I told him everything that he's doing, mm-hmm. he needed to do first for him, because mm-hmm. that's what his mom would want. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I told him, I said, get better. I said, whenever whenever you feel like it, you know I'm always here. And he, me and him talk, me and him talk all the time. I try to make sure I talk to him just to keep his spirits up, because you know me. Yeah, if, yeah. You ever, if you ever need to laugh, I'll, I'll make you laugh no matter what. 
So uh, I told him uh, if he needed anything, just let me know. He's always in my thoughts and prayers. Uh, just want to make sure that he gets himself healthy and everything first, and then we'll come back. Uh, we'll come back strong and be able to talk about whatever. But we on are we are on hiatus. Until, yeah. yeah. Uh, until he gets better. So that's why I go around and talk with you guys and everything like that. But if I had yeah. the equipment at my if I had the equipment at my house, I would have done a few shows just because football started back up. But but that's that's how it is. He he controls that madness. I just control all the yapping. But yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna send him a copy of the audio file so he can upload it so the balls in our court can still have have a little but swag. He, but he's definitely doing good just that's for uh just all things, all things he's. Don't would you hush? All things considered, I told you hush. That don't bark at me. Don't like white people. He barks at. Me. <laughs> he loves white people actually now. <laughs> he's definitely untrustworthy of white people. Yeah. Does he give people? Does he give people the side eye when they come to the house? Yeah, he does. But the only reason why he didn't like white people was because when we take him to the vet, that's all he would deal with. He, that was a yeah, it was traumatizing. But yeah, he, he he's doing good though. So of course, always my thoughts are with him. And uh, when he comes back, uh, we'll be more than happy to be able to talk whatever we're gonna talk whenever he comes back. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Look, definitely much love, Cortez. We, we we love him to death, and I can't wait to get my congratulatory text tonight. But we love him to death. He ain't The funny part. The funny part was CL goes, "What you've been awful quiet over there?" And then and then mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, Cortez has tweeted good things about the Heat." And Cortez is like, "Thank you." And then CL goes, "No, you got to tag me in." Yep. Got <laughs> <laughs> I need to know about it. <laughs> And I'm I, like, and I'm like, no, but, but no, but he has been, he has been really, uh, really complimentary of the heat. And he goes, because nobody expected this. Nobody yeah. expected the run that they're going on, especially right. this year. No, right. nobody expected them to do everything with, with, with what they got going right now. So, right. but yeah, he, he's definitely, he's definitely uh, watching kind of, because if the heat and the Lakers are in the finals, he probably ain't rooting for nobody. Yeah, he's gonna hate that to death. He's gonna hate that. Yeah. I would say he's gonna, he, gonna want the breakout to happen during the, during the finals. Look, look and, and I, I would say I know you've known him probably a little longer than me, but I'll say this: he he would go for the Heat only because he doesn't want to see D twelve win the championship. I, I I will say that. I think <laughs> I, this year I think it'll be different. You this think so? Year I think he'll go for the Lakers because no. No, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. 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 And yeah, I saw that. Stuff that happened and everything mm. wants something good to happen for his dad. I got you. I got you. I got you. But I said, I said, you know what? I, 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 I love your dad to death, but no. <laughs> I, still, I still can't. I still can't do it. Sorry. It, it, it's all love. Hey, hey, Bryce, I, we're going to wrap up soon, but I want to I want to ask you something. I, I don't know. If you've if you've been using HBO Max, and Kevin, this is for you too. HBO dropped a fantastic documentary a few months ago that I had no idea about, and I ran across it last weekend. But they did a documentary on Cheryl Miller and those USC teams, and it was oh, fan. Wow. It, Kevin, it was fantastic. I saw her play for the first time. 
It was fantastic. It was just an hour long. So when you guys have a chance, check it out. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Um, but they for the first time, someone did a documentary on her. And she was as advertised as everyone has said she was. Uh, she was a beast. So, yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. You do, you do know there's a conspiracy going out that Cheryl and Reggie are actually the same person. It's <laughs> <laughs> the same person. Well, shit, they're only like a year apart. You know? It's like it's like Joanna Man. Remember Joanna Man? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, dude, I I saw it and I was I was like, wow, I finally and just even the talent on that team, and we can even relate that to what we talk about. Like Javale McGee's mom was on that team, Cynthia Cooper was on that <laughs> team. Like that team was stacked, and um, it was it was great. They had, they Cheryl, had a good little run. Cheryl was good though. Cheryl was a really good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Like when I say really good, people we watch now and go, oh, they're really good. No. Cheryl was really good. <laughs> yeah, it. I I was too young to watch her play, and you know she was already injured when I was like three or four years old. So I never saw anything about it. But I would hear all these players say how great she was. I'm like, I've never seen this. And then finally, we have something where I can watch. So I enjoy that. So if you guys have yes, an hour Cheryl, one day, Cheryl was magic esque, bird esque, mm. playing against the women back then. That that's that was who she reminded everybody of. Mm-hmm. when she played and everything like that so yeah but she could she could ball mm-hmm. she could yeah. definitely play basketball yeah it was, it was really good to see oh yeah it was, it was good to see and look when when little nova comes up and she plays basketball <laughs> that'll give us something to fight for you know another one another one to watch on hbo i don't know if it's on hbo max or anything the andre the giant documentary oh yeah it was fantastic i saw that one yeah very yeah. good. Oh my good. If you're a wrestling fan, that one is very good. Yeah. That that was a great But Bryce, one. you need to go watch the OJ Simpson. You need to go out watch the OJ Simpson thing on ESPN. Then you'll be yeah, like, oh yeah. I'll check that out. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if it'll fit your attention span though, because it is a bunch of episodes. So was it like six episodes of a couple hours apiece? Yeah. It was a bunch of them, but there was there's a few because if you already know the story of the trial and everything, those are those yeah, you are the normal. Those. those are things you already know. It's some first ones <clears throat> to where you find out how OJ was and everything like that, and then you're like, oh, and you see the turns that he took and everything like that, and you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Let Let me ask you this question, uh, non basketball related, but did they mention the theory of his son? Yes. They did go there? Okay. Because I had never heard that until a few years ago. I had an old guy I used to work with, and he was like, I think it was his son. I'm like, what? I've never heard that. And then he broke it down to me, and I'm like, hmm. Okay. But it, it wasn't his son. When you Got write it. a book that says, if I did it, this is the way I would do it, and you break it down step by step by step by step, yeah, you got it. <laughs> they didn't release the book, right? Yeah, did they, they did. Block it? They released it? it? <clears throat> yeah, I read it. And you're reading it going, this is exactly the way everything went down. And he's telling you how he did it. Double jeopardy, my man. You can't charge him twice for it. The lady, the lady, the lady changed the name of the book. Cause it, oh. was it was originally supposed to be called If I Did It. Right, right. But then she, when she changed the name, it was I Did It. <laughs> no, I have mercy. Okay. 
<laughs> Any last thoughts before we wrap up, guys? Kevin, anything you want to say? No, no. Uh, just that uh, I'm glad. I'm glad to see. I know this is a basketball thing, but I'm glad to see that everything now has started to crank back up sports-wise. College, uh, real college football started yesterday with the SEC starting. Um, and just now all the different college conferences have now realized that they can play football and play it comfortably and play it safely. Um, and now all the sports kicking back up, giving us everything and everything that they're doing in all sports for uh, the movement now that's going on in America has been a uh, has been a big, gigantic, bright spot to yeah. all the bad stuff going on. You see these guys, white, black. Everybody is all taking a stand against stuff that is going on in America. So it's it's just a good sight to see mm-hmm. for everything going on and in everything everything that's going on in the country that these guys are still and especially the coaches because the coaches yeah. are mostly older white gentlemen, but they know how much it means to their guys that it sees them standing up with them. So bravo to everything that is playing right now and the way everything is going about. And the way everybody is showing their support to different causes that they feel uh, are important to them. Got it. What about you, Bryce? Any last words this week? No. Uh, thanks for being on, Kevin. It was a fun episode as always. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited like to see some basketball. Like yeah. yeah, it's, it's always great when we have Kevin on. Um, on, on a personal note, we at the Hartwood Nation, we're an unbiased organization. But with that said, the basketball gods have spoken to me. They're going to give me LeBron James in the finals. Uh, I'm not even worried about the Heat losing to the Celtics. We're going to get to the finals, and we're going to defeat the Lakers in six games. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the Hartwood Nation's Flagrant 2 podcast with our special guest, Kevin Carter, of the Balls in Our Court podcast. And my little white brother, Bryce Ward. Please give us a Tyler, like. Tyler. Yeah, t- Tyler Hero's the uncle <laughs> as well. Please give us a like, <clears throat> subscribe, share. Visit theheartwoodnation.net. You can listen to the Balls in Our Court podcast on virtually every platform right now. Um, you guys have a good day. That is it.